It's Tuesday, April 23, 2013. The explosion and fire aboard the Deepwater Horizon and the resulting oil spill in the Gulf of Mexico never should have happened. And I'm deeply sorry that it did. The third anniversary of BP's oil disaster in the Gulf. EPA victory over mountaintop removal coal mining. Then EPA slams State Department over Keystone XL. Plus... And I told him flat out, uh, my intention is to disrupt this auction in any way that I can. After two years in prison, environmental activist Tim DeChristopher is freed on Earth Day. All of that and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. The 43rd annual Earth Day. At that age, no wonder its ice caps are receding. <laughs> this is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, hope you had a pleasant Earth Day this week. Indeed. I want to take a quick moment to remember Stephen F. Hayward in the Weekly Standard. On April 16, 2010, he wrote, To fear oil spills from offshore rigs today is analogous to fearing air travel now because of prop plane crashes in the 1950s. Of course, just four days later on April 20, the Deepwater Horizon exploded in the Gulf, killing 11 men and kicking off the world's worst accidental oil spill. Here's to you, Stephen Hayward. <laughs> wow. Sorry you never decided it was worthwhile to apologize, grovel, and disappear. Wow, that's pretty stunning. And he continues to write such a uh, right-wing denialism still in the Weekly Standard, which apparently has no standards at all. What do you have for us today, Desi Doyen? <laughs> well, more on the BP anniversary in a moment. But first, on the Keystone XL pipeline, over one million public comments were posted during the official public comment period on the State Department's widely panned draft environmental impact statement on the controversial pipeline. But not before the Environmental Protection Agency weighed in, issuing a sharply critical assessment, calling the State Department's report, quote, insufficient and underestimating the climate impacts if the pipeline were built and the potential impacts of pipeline spills on drinking water supplies. Good for the EPA. It's kind of a big deal. The EPA also won a major court victory on Tuesday against the coal industry. A federal appeals court on Tuesday ruled that the EPA does have the authority to veto permits issued by the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers allowing mountaintop removal coal mines if the EPA determines the mine would violate the Clean Water Act. And those were three Republican-appointed federal judges. Well, good for the EPA. I'm glad to see they're stepping up. Environmental activist Tim DeChristopher is now free, released after nearly two years in prison for preventing a federal lease sale back in 2008 that would have allowed oil and gas drilling next to national parks in Utah. The entire lease sale was later declared illegal, but DeChristopher was prosecuted anyway by the Obama administration. There are serious major problems with his prosecution and trial detailed in the new documentary film called Bitter 70. I interviewed Tim DeChristopher in early 2011, just before he was set to go to jail, and I asked him if, at the time he placed these fake bids for public lands, if he truly understood the consequences that he might be facing. I was thinking, you know, if I do this, I'll, I'll go to prison for a couple of years, um, and that would 
certainly suck pretty bad, but it's something I could live with. But on the other hand, if I turn my back on this opportunity, uh, knowing that I had something, there's some opportunity right there in front of me to do something about it, and I didn't take it, I, I couldn't live with that weight on my conscience. Good for Tim to Christopher. He's an American hero. And I got to tell you, we just saw a similar story where the Obama administration was found guilty of violating the law in these land leases for oil fracking in California. Good to see Americans stepping up. Too bad they have to pay such a price for doing the right thing. Finally, remember this. We're sorry for the massive disruption it's caused to their lives. And, you know, we're, there's no one who wants this thing over more than I do. You know, I'd like my life back. Former BP CEO wishing he had his life back. Never mind those 11 men in the Gulf who were killed. Yep, it was the worst accidental offshore oil spill in world history. The third anniversary of the BP oil disaster in the Gulf of Mexico occurred on Earth Day when the Deepwater Horizon drilling rig sank to the bottom of the ocean two days after that explosion that killed 11 men. The well gushed 206 million gallons of crude oil. The Gulf is still seeing tar balls and oil wash on shore. And an ongoing BP trial in New Orleans is now determining whether BP acted with gross negligence or just regular negligence <laughs> leading up to the disaster. Florida has filed a separate lawsuit against BP and cement contractor Halliburton. And now new uncovered documents reveal BP withheld information on the toxic effects of the oil spill cleanup chemical Corexit and its effect on people and animals. Many Gulf Coast residents still don't have their lives back. No, they don't. And while no one BP may ever go to jail, may ever see real justice. I suppose there is actually some justice in the fact that every Earth Day from now on, we'll be remembering the BP oil spill as it coincides each and every year. Yep. For more on that story and all of the other ones that we covered today, please check our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Please find us and like us on the Facebook and follow us 24-7 on the Twitters at Green News Report. For Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. I'm sorry, so sorry.